This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Good evening and welcome to another edition of that Friday Night Live. It's live, there will be mistakes, there will be fuck-ups and we don't really care. Um, let us know if you're tuning in. Tell us what, um, where you are, what you've been up to, anything you're drinking. Please, uh, please, Joe, just text back and say, yeah, I'm wearing a, I'm wearing a replica shirt like you, Joe. You're my hero. Uh, as you can notice, me and Stephen are not wearing um, a replica shirt pretty much uh, like our fan base I've never wore colours to watch football Uh, apart from tomorrow when we do the remembrance is the only day that I wear colours and that's only a scarf with um, they will be remembered on and the Millwall and all of that lot but other than that yeah I suppose then without further ado you've seen him um, for Weeks on end, if you watch Chat with Chaps, we are joined by the one and only Chaps. How you doing, fella? You all right? Good evening, Mickey. Good evening, lads. It's uh, it's been a while since I've been on one of these. I'm um, I'm buzzing to be part of it. And yes, I am wearing my favourite retro mural shirt of all time. Another member of my gang, Stephen, over there, not wearing a mural top. How you doing, Stephen? Yeah, very well, very well. I'm really pleased that Ben has joined the call now because he was, he was going to ruin my intro, but we've got the makings of a perfect five-a-side team here. Um, we've got two lads already in kit, ready to go, and uh, we just need to find a keeper. Joining then us as well is the one and only pissed-up boy, Ben Green. How you doing, fella? <laughs> Am I getting a reputation? I think you might well be, yeah. And Joe, that's my favourite Millwall top, so I'll let you off wearing that one. Oh, thank you, Ben. See? Are you I can count on uh, on two of you. No fucks given there, mate. And uh, without further ado, the one and only, the uh, the Married at First Sight super fan, the one and only, Joe Zampa. I wasn't Married at First Sight good yesterday. So i say say what happened, Mickey. Do you want to know what happened? Not really, no. mate. All right, you I'll tell you, us if you want. No, go on, tell us if you want. I'll, I'll, I'll say... Anyway, let's look at some of the comments. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to spoil it for all the listeners who are caught. Someone tell me when he stopped fucking talking bollocks. Um, so, yeah, good evening to everyone. Um, he wants to come back in, doesn't he? 
Um, let's cut that and go to there, and we go back through everyone quickly. Um, evening. Hold evening, on a sec, Mick. Hold on a second. Oh, wait, one second. One second. Chris, are you a married at first sight fan? No, I'm not. No. No. Don't, don't don't say it like that, Chris. Don't say it like that. You Chris. know you secretly are a bit of a closet fan. I, I'll be honest. I watched both of them. He said to me, he goes in the front room every now and again when Sophie's in there and he has a little glimpse of what's going on the TV and she updates him. So as long as he gets little updates, he doesn't mind. All they, all they need sported for her last week, didn't you? Told her what happened, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I ain't getting involved in this. Only because you sent me a photo. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not having this. I'm not He's a closet this. fan, everyone. I'm Chris, not a closet Chris fan. Chaps, I've never watched an episode Chaps in my life. Loves Mary at first sight as well. Don't no worry, mate. You know, Joe said closet in about four or five different sentences in a space of about 30 seconds there. I think um <laughs> I think Joe knows closets far too well for my liking, but still we're um we're going with there. Uh, good evening to everyone. Thank you very much. Anyone new? Um, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. You know how it works here. It's all fucking madness for the first couple of minutes. And then, um, and then we crack in. Uh, Craig, your band. Um, well, boy. Um, what is, what's the well is happening, boys? QPR takes five minutes to get a new manager. We take two weeks. Yeah, I know, but the trouble is they'll be replacing theirs by Christmas, and hopefully we won't be replacing ours till 2026. Oh, shit, did I say that out loud? Um, oh, dear. Uh, bonus le glare. I take it that means good evening um, somehow in French. <laughs> David's comment. Actually, David's actually, the line, um, you could do it with emailing me because I think my boy's homework this week is writing a letter in French. So, um, yeah. I might subcontract that work out to you if you want. Um, Jonathan Fellhouse tonight. It is indeed. Get your bingo cards ready. Uh, so, Baldy Barrett till January, is it? Oh, I think we'll get onto these rumours in a minute, mate. But there, there's 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 a couple of different rumours flying around. And um, Joe Edwards' odds now being pushed out. Uh, going by the better market, it's going to be Nathan Jones. Well, right, let's just... Oh, look. <laughs> we, we appeal to everybody. We appeal to everybody. West side, east side, we appeal to everybody, mate. So, he's, yeah. he's even wearing a hoodie for the chicken shop kids as well, look. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's better than wearing, it's better than wearing my kids' fucking football top. Um, <laughs> evening, gents. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Mickey Barrett, twin, Joe the Stalker. Ben Bradder's mum, Stephen Hotpants, Champ, Stevie Morrison, Stevie Morrison 2.0. 2.0. Love that. So, um, yeah. Uh, saw Mickey on the Saints podcast show, Fingy. Good job, fella. Cheers, mate. I seem to have gone down really well. I don't know if you've seen that show, by the way, lads. But I seem to have gone really well with um, with Southampton fans on that one. There we I go. Love, I love the way how you even surprise yourself there, Mickey, when you say that. <laughs> listen, 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 yeah. I'm fucking... I, I, I'm all right where I go, mate. I'm all right. I'm a character. And that's all. <laughs> that's what it is. No, no, no. Listen, this is all make-believe. This is all a character, mate. Do you know what I mean? And that's it. Uh, is Mickey practising the monk chart or is it raining in his living room? No, it's not <laughs> raining. It's a bit cold. I like this because it don't show off the fucking great big bins I've got on my ears. So, yeah. Right. 
But there we go. Oh. Gaza heard Jones heard Jones is a no as he wanted a release clause. Muscat won't come till Jan, and Edwards not impress, not impressive. Not in, not impressive. So Barrett till January, then Muscat. You see, all right, let's get on to the rumors then. I've I've heard through a couple of different places now. I've heard that Jones has got it, and there's going to be announcements next week. But I've also heard, which is a slightly stronger rumour, and Chris, you've heard this rumour too, haven't you? Is that Muscat's got it, but he can't take it till January time, and Barrett's got it till January. Well, shall we go around the, the five of us and say if we had, if like, right now, who do we think has got the job? Like, who's, if we were a betting man? If you're a betting man, you're going to go with the one to three or one to four now on. Nathan Jones, aren't you? No money in it. Well, no, you wouldn't, but you're not going to put a bet on it. But if you're going by that, that's potentially what the odds are. (laughs) Go on in. Who are you going with? Are you going with Chris? I think Jones has got it. And I wouldn't be too disappointed in that, personally. And I'll come on to why later. But yeah. You see, the only thing I I think the same, Stephen. Uh, Nathan Jones, but I would be slightly on the fence. Okay. Joe, no splinters, please. I think Nathan Jones has got it. I mean, he's a runaway favourite, according to the bookies. They very rarely get it wrong, especially when you're offering those low low odds. So um, I'd be surprised if it goes any other way. Um, Benjamin? Yeah, I think Jones has got it, and I'd be very happy. You see... I think the same, but the fact that we've heard a different rumour and the yeah. fact that Gazza's put that and Gazza, Gazza is fairly, you you know some stuff, Gazza, so I don't know. I, I was prepared to sit there and go, I think I think it's Jones next week because I've, I've had Jones confirmed by four different people who trust three of those media and yeah, but this guy, this Barrett one, even though um, Richard with that thing where that geezer posted there, which I thought was bullshit anyway. But after that, there is room, but it could be based on that. People could be hearing shit on that, but yeah, I'll, I would go, I would go, I think it's Jones. Um, I've, I've heard that he's been offered a long term tra- contract, so um, see, I don't know, I don't know. The problem is with this is that Millwall are always so fucking um, so close-knit and they don't tell you shit. Um, that was quite rhyming, wasn't it? I should be a fucking poet there. Um, that you can't ever confirm or deny. And the fact that none of these managers have come out and said, yes, no, maybe. No one's actually come out and confirmed or denied that they're going for the position, apart from Edwards, because obviously the FA have given him permission to speak to the club. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's a, it's a weird time. I don't know. Um, whoever wants to go first. Chris, Godfella, you go. Uh, what, in terms of what, why, why I wouldn't... Yeah, just, 
Yeah, it's just madness at the moment because there's no there's no one coming out confirming mm. or denying any of the rumours. Richard is obviously, as we know, no disrespect to Richard, is a you know is a good journo, but he is the club's mouthpiece. To be fair, um, out the out the local media, yeah. if anyone's going to find out the inside knowledge, it's definitely him, hands down. Hence, why I posted that thing to him earlier and just said, "Rich, your faults," you know. Um, and he come back and said, "Do you really want me to justify it?" Hopefully, it's that means that it's Jones what's got it. But fuck me, if if Barrett gets announced as a, a as the manager, then um, poor old Rich is cocked up there big time. But he did with with the keeper as well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think with with obviously Rich, he's he he um he will only leak things if he's told he's allowed. Right? He's obviously built a, a relationship with a club that enables him to get privy to certain information that other. He's known Steve can't. since Charlton days, so he's known Steve trusts him. Exactly. So there's there's trust there. So, um, but look, I think uh, I think the process has probably taken us a lot longer than all of us would have liked. Probably the club as well. Um, I would imagine a lot of the rumours and a lot of the leaks have not come from the club side. I think it's probably come from the the manager, the prospective managers themselves, or their agents and things. So you can never really believe anything that goes around. Um, you also really can't believe the betting. Odds, although now they're getting pretty, you know, definite in in Jones's case, aren't they? But I think I think we'll know by the end of the weekend. I really do, whether it's Jones or not. And obviously, if it is him, will he be in the stands tomorrow? Well, we'll be everywhere tomorrow, mate. So um, yeah, we, 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 there, we've we? got we've got a full house there tomorrow. Me and Omar have got access all area passes, so we will be everywhere because we're taking all the soldiers around what we do every year. So we will be everywhere and we'll see. Um, there'll be a few people of the stewards and the security that if Nathan Jones is there, then we will find out. And if he is there, I will um, do my utmost to get a picture and um, and post it just to upset all the media puffs. Um, but, yeah, why would Jones need a release clause if someone else wanted him? We'll get compensation anyway. Yeah, unless uh, and I don't know. We don't know what their contracts are, do we? Oh, this is all second hand. Yeah, I, Mickey, Same I don't ours. believe the release clause rumor. If I'm being really no, honest, I don't, I, I don't. It's not logical for for it's it's an easy lazy rumor to make up given his past, right? So it's just an easy one to to make up. I don't I don't believe it for a second, and I honestly think that given what Jones has done for his last couple of times, he's he's obviously left Luton. I think he would be very, very stupid man to uh, demand that. We we um, we are told by Rich Rich Cowley that Jones wants the job. So if he wants the job, I think he would be very stupid of him to demand um, demand that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I agree with that. I agree with that completely. On, I, think, I think there's a lot. There's a lot of similarities on, as well. On Nathan Jones. Oh, Stephen, I think you are on a lag because Ben was going to say on Nathan Jones. Okay, go on then. I, I might nip Stephen. out and come back in in two seconds. Right. Okay, go on then, Ben. You carry on then. I was going to say, mate, in terms of uh, Jones, there's a lot of similarities you could draw with his recent roles like you could have done with Rowett. And I think he proved that he needed to get in a job for a period of time and run a course of two, three, four years. Um, and I think Jones, whatever his next role is, if it is with us, then I think he will look at it like he will want to stick that out for a few years and try and re rebuild his reputation a bit. So 
Um, I see a lot of similarities there in terms of not only of the clubs that he's managed, but in terms of his tenure that he's had at recent clubs. So, yeah, I think I think Jones, wherever he goes, if it is with us, I think he'll want to be there for a while. Yeah, um, it would only take £100 bet on Jones to swing the market strongly in his favour. Some would happen. Yeah, I agree with that. It don't. It wouldn't take a lot. Hence why 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 we wanted me um, to to see if we could get in the betting because we would have absolutely just proved how fucking pathetic the betting process is. Um, and it would have been highly amusing. Um, as far as I'm led to believe, um, Anthony, is... Um, I think you're a new listener, so welcome, Ford. Um, it was Steve Kavanagh, the first interviews with Steve Kavanagh, Aldo, and um, James Berylson. And then I think the when it starts getting into more technical side of it, I think that is Steve Kavanagh and Aldo. Uh, that's what I am led to believe, whether or not that's true or not. I think they offered it to Jones, um, but then they start to hammer out the details. Yeah. Is it a take that reunion? Okay, okay, Jonathan. If it's a take that reunion, who, who is who? And if I don't get Robbie on pissed, so um, so yeah, Jonathan. Let let's know who is who. Uh, end of the day, if Jones leaves us for another club, uh, must mean we're doing well at the time. Mickey, I don't know if it was mentioned, and I, I don't know what Ben had just said before I nipped out. But do you think <laughs> probably? Mm. Um, do you think that we're missing a bit of a trick tomorrow? Uh, if Nathan Jones is the is going to be announced as the manager, the Southampton fans can't stand him. The you know it was very very sour at their place, and I'm not saying that he should be in charge because he's, he'd have only have had a day, if at best, to to work with the players, but it's a big crowd. You've got the remembrance stuff going on. You've got, and there's going to be a lot of attention on, on perhaps who's going to be in the stands. If they were to announce Jones tomorrow, do you think they're missing a little bit of a trick? And that's for the listeners and, and the rest of the panel that to perhaps just get under the skin of Southampton a little bit. To be fair, one of you lot called it in the group in the week, didn't you? Um, that it, it's, it would be a big mind game if they suddenly announced Jones tomorrow. Um, that would that would play with him a bit, but no, I don't know. Love days like tomorrow as a twenty-one year sir, veteran with scars. It leaves. It makes me feel proud to have the club support. Thank you, always, mate. Always and always. My seventh year tomorrow. Doing poppy day. It's madness, mate. So um, yeah, but no, always, mate. Um, you want to get involved with the poppy collections or anything else, um, Steve? Feel free one year, mate, if you want to get involved or not. Or um, you want to see him? Are the agents putting rumours out? So, yeah, I don't know. Got it, boys. You talk. I'll just flip through these for a sec. Um, whoever wants to, to, to say something. Joe, you get paid by the word. You ain't said a lot tonight. Um, yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, my, I'll be happy with um, with Jones or with um, Joe um, Edwards. Uh, I don't think I've seen the interview that Joe has done for... I think it was for Everton when he joined Lampard as assistant manager. And for you guys, if you haven't seen it yet, I'm sure you'll find it on uh, on YouTube. If you just Google it. I'll tell you what. I mean, it goes on for about 18 minutes, his interview. But he's a young manager, enthusi- enthusiastic, um, very, very passionate. And he seems really intelligent. He speaks so well for a young lad. 
I'd say he's a young lad, he's probably mid 30s or something at the moment, but he talks a lot about his style of football. He likes playing on the front foot, high press. And everything he was talking about, I was thinking, yes, yes, yes. All the things he was saying, I thought, I love that at Millwall. You know, what he expects of the players, how he works from really hard in training, how he wants to play with a high tempo. It just seems to, I just think it'd be a perfect fit for what we're looking for. The only thing is, he's slightly untrusted. But that being said, McKenna was, was you know, an unknown when he was at Man United Youth um, Academy manager, youth, uh, under 21 manager, I think at the time, under 19 managers. He went to Ipswich last season. And you see how well he's done there, getting them promoted and absolutely flying at the moment in the championship. So, you know, yes, there's a risk there. But I, I think Joe Edwards is one for the future. With regards to Nathan Jones, I think he's a great match for us as well. I think he's got a very similar way of playing football. Again, front foot, aggressive, high tempo. Um, and everyone worried about him using us as a stepping stone. I think any manager uses Mill as a stepping stone. I think even Gary Routler uses as a stepping stone if he got a better job elsewhere to move on to bigger and better things. Don't get me wrong, we get into the Premier League, then of course that manager will probably stick with us. Um, but if we don't, we get near or whatever. I'm sure if the Premiership starts calling or a strong Championship team starts coming, you know, if we do get Nathan Jones or Joe Edwards, they'll be off in, 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 a, in a year or two. And you know, fair play. If it gets us in the, in the, in the top six or gets us challenging or building a good squad, then um, fair play to them. It's a win-win, I think. I see it anyway. Can I just say in this group, mid to uh, early to mid thirties, he's young. Just just putting yeah. that out there in this in this group of five, it is. So just wanted to, yeah. Yeah, well, you know, five. Well, yeah, us four in our thirties. Mickey, not quite, but you know, I know what you mean. I know what you mean, Stephen. I know what you mean. It was born in 1990. <coughs> it's a bad line, then, Nick. Honey, Joe Joe Edwards was born in 1990. So you, Joe. You, Joe, were born in fucking 1975. <laughs> I wasn't. So technically, you're old enough to be Joe Edwards' dad. In fact, <laughs> Joe Edwards' And mine, then. And mine, then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where was you born, Ben? What year? 1990, mate. Fuck me. Now ask Stephen, Joe. What about you, Stephen? 91. So does that make me the youngest here? It does, doesn't it? Yeah, wow. Wait, when were you born? 91. Shit, I was leaving secondary school in 91. As I say, me, Chris and Ben are the sort of early to mid-30s part of this this chat. I, I, so... I had my first shag in 91. <laughs> to be Same. honest. Wait <laughs> <laughs> a minute. Who's your mum again? <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. And by the way, Joe, his mum my brother. watches the show. He's my brother. Yeah, his mum watches yes. the show, mate. Was it, so, was it um, Mary? Yeah. Was it Mary, Stephen? Your mum? Monica. Monica. I knew, I knew it began with an M. Stephen, did your sister uh, watch the show? Name. I don't have a sister. I know you don't. I'm winding you <laughs> up, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Chris. who invited Chris? What's he doing here? <laughs> Berylson has to be guided by Kavanaugh in these interviews, but does Kay know how we, the fans, feel about Rarick's defensive football? I think they do, you know, because I think the board were looking to get... They didn't expect him to last the season, to be fair. Maybe they... I don't think they... So whatever, they don't um, expect him to hear... I don't think they expected him to go like he did, but I don't think they expected him to do... 
Uh, tomorrow is the wrong time to have Jones in the stands or being announced. No, I agree, and I think that's probably why the club ain't doing it. That's why I can see a Monday announcement for Jones. Uh, club would be extremely respectful and would not want the focus to be I, off the remembrance game process. Absolutely I get that. Agree. I get that. I, I understand that, and I'm not taking anything away from that. But the priority of the football club should be winning games of football. Apart so, from tomorrow. No, but it, it, the, the priority of a football club is to win games of football, regardless oh. of... Uh, it is. It is. Oh, I totally agree, but we ain't done that like lately, have we? If no, you I know. You know, just watch Chris's shows. He's been looking more and more <laughs> suicidal as each week goes on. Uh, I get the whole being respectful. I understand that. But so what I'm saying there is if Nathan Jones is in the stands tomorrow, that's disrespectful. I, I don't, do you know what I mean? I, I, if he's getting the job, if he's taking the job, I'm telling you now, he's going to be in the stand. So you know what's interesting we all, we also have badly done at Southampton. Yet lots of Southampton fans on social media are all saying, "If Jones gets a job at Millwall, I hope it's you know after we play them." And all kind of like shitting themselves a little bit. So I know he done badly, but I think even they know how good he is and how passionate he is. But maybe the players, being Premiership stars, didn't buy into him because because of the way he is. You know, he's not all air and graces. He, he's probably not, I say he's a good people manager. But he's somebody who manages, you know, real people, not not superstars. Sometimes you've got to be a different type of manager, a bit of a pet or sort of person where you need to kind of massage their egos, all these big stars, and they'll get the best of them. Whereas Jones, sort of person, yeah. he doesn't give a fuck who you are. He he wants hundred percent out of you. He wants you to, you know, to a bit like Graham Potter his. fucked up, didn't he? Graham Potter was good at managing people who are, you know, sort of journey and coming maybe, through yeah. from Brighton. And then when he went to Chelsea, he's got players who are probably on more per week than he earns. Different, different world, isn't it? You know? Mm. So, I think it mentioned that in that article, didn't it, Joe? It said about how intense he is as an initial yeah. character. How, dem and how demanding he is, that's right. Yeah, and you really have to buy into him as a person as, like, the key trait he has as a man-manager. So, 100%. And I get that, um, Ben. At the end of the day, you know, for us, where, where we sit at the moment, we're not a Liverpool, Arsenal, Man City type club, are we? You know, no. we we need people to put a shift in. And if he demands that, and it's almost like, you know, you either give me, you know, 100% or you're not playing. That's how ruthless he can be, I think. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Dan, I think, I think you're a cunt. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I've said that if a manager only wants to manage Millwall, then where is his ambition? They would be happy whether we're in the Premiership or a National League South. We have to be a stepping stone. I agree. I absolutely agree, Mark. That's what, exactly what I was saying earlier. Hundred percent. And 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 I, I and I and that's the same for players though. Like, mm. what? Why did Zian Fleming come to Millwall? It wasn't yeah. for him to play five hundred games for us. It's for him to play one or two seasons and bugger off to bigger and better things. And I'm okay with that, to be honest, mm. uh, as long as we sell him for the right price. For me. There are three reasons why I think Jones, if he's appointed, will be a success. The first one mm. is his style of play is not a revolution <coughs> and it's evolution. It's more front foot, aggressive and attacking, but it's mm. not worlds apart. So that's the first point. The second point is that I completely agree with what we just said there, which is around his whole mantra of a manager is you buy into his way of playing and he will get the best out of you. Mm. I think we have a group of players at our club that will do that because we haven't got bad eggs in the dressing room. Mm. I think everyone will get behind it. That's the second thing. And the third thing, I've hated him every time we played against him. <laughs> but to me, that's a good sign. It's a good fit. He's going to be an annoying knob, but 
he'll be on our side. No one likes him. <laughs> we don't care. It's the same for us. So <laughs> he's uh, our Joe then. He's going to be Millwall's manager. He's going to be our Joe. You might that. want to love me or you hate me. Sorry. <laughs> um, he can use that to galvanise the home form, get the crowd back on. So for me, they're my three reasons why I think Jones would be a success. Completely agree. And Just, also... Benjamin Bloom was saying earlier, you've done a, um, a podcast didn't you, with Sam Parkin and, and they were talking about this as well. Um, and I, I just commented to, to, uh, to Benjamin to say it can be uh, a, a marriage made in heaven with us and Nathan Jones, or it could be a complete car crash. Yeah, I don't think there's no middle ground there, is it? I was going to go. I was so. You see that message, Joe? The, oh, gosh, is it? Sorry, it is. Sorry. It is. It's um, not. Uh, trust me. Jones, Trust me, you do not want to be on the bad side of that. Just... <laughs> <laughs> you could have chosen your words a bit better than that, couldn't you, Stephen? That's all right. That's all right. But just on, uh, on the subject, sure you Chris. Introduce your mum to, to Joe tomorrow, yeah? Well, I will I've try really, to. I've already met his dad before. <laughs> so his so, mum uh, goes now, Joe, as well. Not? So, yeah, his mum goes yeah. to the games now as well. So, yeah. on the On the subject, Chris, you said there, I think your second point about the players buying into the Nathan Jones way and we haven't got any bad eggs and they're all likely to do that. <clears throat> I agree. I think the squad are pulling in the right direction. I don't think there's any, there's any hint of that, but do you think maybe there are some players like, for example, Fleming, you know, is he going to take to someone coming in and kicking off, you know, screaming and shouting? Is, is he the sort of manager that, that is going to get the best out of Fleming? Cause I can't see, you know, those in Holland, you know, in the Ajax Academy and Fortuna Sitter. I, I know I'm only signalling that Fleming, there's probably other players. But is he the right sort of manager for someone like that? I'd argue that Fleming needs a rocket. Well, actually, he's improved recently, but he has needed a bit of a oh, rocket. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But to that extent, going from Rowett, who's seemingly really mild, to yes, Nathan I Jones, who's going to tear yeah. he's going to tear his head off if I, he doesn't... I, I think that's what we need. I think that's the problem, is that... You've got to have someone. We need a manager in, in the same style of maybe probably Kenny Jacket or as much as it fucking, I'm not even going to say it, but managers before where, and like Harris, where you need a people a people person. And the problem being is, is that Rowett wasn't that person. We all know that Callum was, and I think Adam Barrett is. I mean, you know, you speak to people. Adam Barrett is absolutely loved by the board and the players absolutely adore him. So he must be doing something great. The problem, the problem is, is that they've got too used to maybe not that level of aggression from from a manager, and that's what we need. We need that level of if you fuck up, you don't really want to be going back to the dressing room because you're going to get red ripped off. I mean, that comment there from Alex sums it all up. Really, he made Fred look like a decent player, mate. So there's got to be something about Nathan Jones to to be able to do that. Not to go wildly off topic, Mickey, but do you think we've all called for a change of backroom staff? Do we think Barrett will stay at the club? I say that I don't really, I, I, I honestly don't know. But the problem you've got is that because he is so well liked and by players and board, that the chances are they will keep him on, yeah. Ben wishes he was Tom Bradshaw's dad. Yeah, I do. I really do. Just one, because I love him and I love his mum. Fleming does need a mouthful as well as other players. Too much pushy footing. I'm sensing all for a vocal. Say it how it is, manager. 
uh, that if you've been shit, you're getting dropped. Fucking right. I'd love to be the manager for fucking a couple of games. I'd fucking tell them. The thing is, though, well, it's not... left of you manager, Mickey? That's not... I wasn't saying that it, it's it's a bad thing, but are there players... Do we think there are players that are going to look at how Nathan... Like, for example, players we might not expect that will fall by the wayside? Because I think there will be, because there's going to be some players that have got used to the row one, style. And... One thing for sure is you can you can pick the players, you know, who will definitely pick to play. So Sav will be in there. I guarantee you that. I think he's very Alan, much Alan in... Campbell is going to be captain. Well, exactly. Yeah. Um, Honeyman will be will be in the squad. Uh, it makes you question, you know, players that are not putting a graft in. Um, to be fair, we haven't got many at the moment. We haven't got many players. I mean, George Evans has gone now. But we haven't got many players that are luxury players don't really put a, put an effort or graft in. I mean, ZM Friends is probably the only one that doesn't probably work his nuts off. But could someone like Nathan Jones add that 10% to his game to make him the player we all know he can be, you know? Could be I'll a good thing. I'll tell you something Nathan Jones, sorry, Joe, I'll tell you something yeah. Nathan Jones won't put up with is, I'm sorry, but up until I would probably say the last two games, and if Adam Barrett's got anything to do with this, then fair play to him is the absolute shambolic fitness levels towards the start yeah. of this season. We were not fit enough. And that goes down to Rowett and Dave Carolan, who's no longer with the club. So Allegedly. Allegedly <laughs> what? Allegedly, it's down to those two solely, just for the benefit well, of... They're well, they, 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 the ones in charge, I guess, isn't they? Yeah. So, but Jones won't put up with that. No. And, and if anyone revolts against him, then fuck them off. Yeah, I, I agree, 100%. That's it. Fleming, get back to Amsterdam. Mm. But can what we have ten million for you? Yeah. Ben, I don't remember this, but he mentioned about that the him him playing this system that allows the ball in the opposition's third more often than not. So if him is all about having the ball in their third and just attacking, attacking. And I think, yeah, especially Mill fans at home, they're crying out for that kind of football. They want to see you know, goal chances and action and playing on the front foot. You know, I, I said, I'd be happy with either Joe Edwards or, or, or Nathan Jones, really. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't think Jones is a defensive manager. I think, like what you said, Chris, I think he's a very, he's probably a similar manager to Rowett in terms of systems that he plays, but he's much more front-footed and more aggressive yep. than Rowett, is what I'd say. Agreed. And I'm trying not to get sucked in too much to the Edwards thing because it has started to excite me. More over the last couple of days, so I'm trying yeah, to see with, with a tingle, mate. A little bit of a tingle. Is that like you skip back to mum? Similar sort of feeling. If it's a flat, if it's a no, flat that's, choice, that's a full tingle. <laughs> if it's a if it's a flat choice between um Jones and Edwards, then Ooh. Edwards would get would get my vote. I mean, I don't know. We we ain't done it to you, but you had a choice between Edwards and Jones. Who would you pick, Chris? Jones. Because let me just justify myself. So, the, the I told you why I think Jones would be a success. I love what I've heard about Edwards. Absolutely, I, I've loved what he says. But let's be honest, <laughs> I can talk a good game at times on my thing, but I couldn't execute it. It's like it, it, what what you can actually say and what you can execute are different things. I think that um, everyone's got very excited uh, about someone they know nothing about, and that's because. Um, the unknown is always more exciting than the known. So, and I think it's the same with Muscat. I'll be honest. The amount of people saying it's got to be Muscat, it's got to be Muscat. Half the people saying that know fuck all about his style of play. Muscat's and... done well though. 
He's won yeah, the but... J League twice. He's in the Champions League in Asia. And when he was in New Zealand, he was winning titles as well. He's done all right. But when he went to a decent, half decent league in Belgium, it didn't work. So I do agree with Chris on that point. People, it was a, it was more of a, um, he played for us, and they loved the fact that he wanted to kick people and smash into them, and thought he'd get our team to do that. It had nothing to Jones, do with what he's done Jones as a manager. Fucking loony, mate. Don't yeah, think is. that Jones ain't a loony. Jane, Jones is a fucking lunatic, mate, and he will whip them apart. Um, he's just probably the same, the same as Muscat was on the pitch. Jones is as a manager, but There's but no Nathan Jones, then Nathan Jones has done it. He's got a team from the conference up to the championship, and had he have stayed in the in with Luton, who knows he may have been the manager to take them up. Muscat's done it in Japan. No disrespect to Japanese football, I don't know enough about it, but it's not the same. It's not the same. So I, I understand where he where. Chris is coming from with that. I don't agree with Edwards. I think it would have been refreshing to have um, go in a completely unknown direction and bring in a, a young, highly talented coach. I did say earlier that I was in the group chat and I won't, I'm not going to go against it now that we're, we're live as such. I am slightly gutted that it appears that Edwards isn't going to be coming in because I really got excited or to paraphrase Bren, got a tingle. At the um, at the prospect of going in a completely different route and going down the coach route like other clubs have, I know it. I know the unknown can be scary, but maybe we needed a completely different route. That's just my opinion. But but Nathan Jones, I'm not unhappy with Nathan Jones. I think I was just I'm a little bit disappointed that we haven't gone for the right. We're going to go a fresh, complete route. Listen, put in the comments, mate. You've got two choices. You've got Jones or you've got Edwards. I just want to see what you're doing. You've got two minutes. Get the vote in. When Ben stops speaking, we'll flip through him. Go, Ben. I was going to say, could you imagine if it went wrong for the first five games with Edwards, how much we would crucify him as a young manager? I think you've got to think of that as well. Like, his first proper... Well, has he managed elsewhere apart from England and been assistant to Lampard? So... His first proper job. We know how demanding we are and how much we could crucify someone. At least with, with with Nathan Jones, we might get two fingers back and you know what? We might respect him a little bit for that. But with with Edwards, we could absolutely crucify the geezer and it could go wrong quickly. Problem is with that, Ben, and I do agree, but have you seen who our next, after, after Saturday, after tomorrow, have you seen who our fixtures are? Whoever's coming in, Sheffield Wednesday, that's hiding for nothing because you're expected, you're expected to beat them. Coventry are the next, the first game after the international break. Again, playoff finalists last year, they're struggling. So there's an expectation to, to win that game. Ipswich away, Sunderland. You know, it's, it, 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 Nate, Jones could come in and our next four games, th- there's no there's no easy route. Okay, but I, I'd chuck it back to us and I'd be far more confident going into those games with, with Jones in charge that we could win two or three of those. It's just the way that Jones plays and we know that he plays. I know we could say, oh, yeah, Edwards might come in and we'll play free-flowing attacking football, have 80% possession. But I would say that's very, very unlikely. I think there's more of a chance that Jones comes in over those course of four or five games with the way we set up and play still on the front foot that we could nick two or three wins out of that. Probably. And I'm not disputing that in that sense, he's probably a safer bet. But... We still, it doesn't. I don't think it matters who who is in charge. Our run of fixtures for whoever the new manager is, there is going to be an expectation on whoever that is, likely to be Jones, that the fans are going to want him to come in and get results straight away. And if it doesn't happen, 
they're going to slaughter him just as much as if he had no experience or or not. You say there is to nothing. Yeah, I do. I think there is an expectation. I think there's fans out there that are expecting someone to come in with this squad. How many times do you, I've spoke to lots of people online. We've got the listeners. I'd be interested in what you guys think. This is the best squad on paper we've had in a long, long time. And people can see that. We've invested in the playing squad. We've got some good players that play for this football club. Rowett weren't getting the best out of them. The fans are going to expect whoever comes in to do that. And I, that's just, I'm not, I'm not one sitting here going, if we don't win the next four games, I'm going to be asking for his head. But I do expect that our players are better than what they're showing. A, a manager needs to get that out of them. Stephen, I, I, I agree. And I, I've said before, I think it is probably our best squad, but it is a squad that is assembled to play one way. And that is Rowett's way. It mm-hmm. is not a squad assembled to play out from the back to you know to 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 have 80% possession it's just not going to work and regardless of who the manager is this is not the point i'm trying to make if we did go down the route of wanting to play more expansive football which by the way i think a lot of Mill fans go yeah i really want that but actually they'd be calling for people to lump the ball forward if it weren't going forward quick enough at the mm-hmm. same time um mm-hmm. it would take two three four five windows to 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 get that squad ready so that's why I say someone like Jones, who is more of a natural evolution on a way of playing that I think we could get an improvement out of the current squad we have. Um, I think the first thing he'll do, by the way, if it is Jones, is to buy a, a target man in January because that's the way he plays. Mm-hmm. He had a bio at Luton and, and, and that worked well for him. But the, the point I'm trying to make is I get what we all want and we want this complete style shift and stuff like that. But that would take a long, long, long time. And to your point, mm-hmm. huh? or as a club, we would um, we would actually <laughs> up with it. Has, has Jonathan has Jonathan got a point there? Jonathan says Edwards. He would prefer Edwards as Jones can't control his mouth in the press, and he can see him saying something that gets gets us us lot on his back. Because we were crucified. If he says the wrong thing, we're coming here on a show on a Sunday night after a Saturday game, and he says something wrong in the press. We would come on here and we would we would debate it. We would we would cut him off for it. Well, what's he going to say? If a, if a player's not performing and he calls them out for not doing what he wants them to do or whatever it might be, then who are we to be get on his back? At the end of the day, you know, unless he's having a dig at us, you know, the fans, then I think. Just just two things on that, Joe. I agree. If he did the sarcastic clapping that Rowett did at Norwich when yeah. most of us were there, they wouldn't accept that. And I don't want to keep going on about it because I know we've got a game tomorrow and there's loads of other stuff to talk about. But what you, I agree, Chris, the way that Rowett wanted us to play is different than to how Jones would play. Mm. But I. And this is for the listeners and for you guys as well. Realistically, next Saturday, if Jones is in charge, how different is it going to be? It's going to be three centre-halves and wing-backs. He might go two up front, but realistically, I just... I don't think it's... I think people are, are expecting a massive, massive change, and I just don't see that happening, at least until January. Then... It, things might change but I'm just concerned that whoever it is whoever it is who's in charge we assume it's going to be Jones is going to he's going to put that team out and every single one of us are going to go oh well it's five at the back oh we're going to do that we've only got one striker or whatever the case may be 
But that's the way Jones sets up. We, I think we're going into that eyes wide open, right? You, you got to be pretty headed. If you've not, if you've seen Nathan Jones's sides over the last couple of years, which you all have, then we know how he sets up. So, so I'm, is, if so we, man, just, so you, just so I don't understand this. So he sets up. You're saying the same way a rabbit does. Yeah, but when I mean, we we watch three of the back from five a formation back. standpoint, not from yeah, 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 from yeah, so formation yeah, not from his football, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Right, yeah. We we, we saw like Yeah, he, he does. I was about, oh, I was just about to say that he, he will always play a diamond in midfield, and that's what, where actually what and a four at the back. He, no, he has a four at the back with, with he a diamond. Used it at Southampton, and he's used it at Luton, but he's he's more recent success at Luton was a five at the back. Right, yeah. which is what the new manager Campbell Luton, played in the ten. Campbell played in the he ten. That on. The new manager Sorry. Luton, he carried that on, didn't he, for last, last season? Yeah, Rob Rob Edwards obviously he, he did a great <laughs> job. He built on the work that Jones did, but that's the point. He built on the foundations that Jones right, put. Yeah. Mm. Not just Jones though, and this is where <clears> we're <throat> sure that the people we put around Jones mm. are again. We're all talking as if it's happened, right? We don't know, but if that's the case. Like they had Mick Harford there doing a lot of the recruitment. Who, like, if you speak to anyone involved in Luton, Apparently he really was the man when it comes to recruitment. Mm. So, and, and you know, d don't know about Aldo's, you know, see you later, Aldo. Someone raised a point earlier. Was it Aldo who, um, who took Jones to Stoke? Don't think, yeah, so. we think we asked that before, didn't we? Mate? We think we were trying to work out was there a crossover between Jones and Aldo? <clears throat> I don't think so. I don't also, think so. one th one thing I'd say as well is Good that evening, um, Biggie. comparing Rowett to to Jones, Rowett's never really engaged with the Millwall fans unless it's a sarcastic clap or a, maybe a little you know wave at the end uh, an away game. Normally at home games, you see what Rowett does. Whether win, draw, or lose, he shakes hands with the manager, turns out, goes in the tunnel, fucks off. Doesn't applaud the fan. Doesn't sort of you know wait for the players to come through. I never quite like watching that whereas you look at jones he's so much more animated you know even with the, the home fans luton fans you remember back in the day he'd be up there sort of like cheering and getting the fans going and all that can you imagine him doing that at the den can you imagine him run up to the fans and, and doing all this and the fans cheering you know that's what we need we need a character that's going to get the fans to play a part and be that 12th man in the middle of the team we haven't had that for the last four years whereas i think jones, Harrison Rowett, Joe, don't we? sorry mate we need a, a comp. Obviously, not when I say this. I'm talking about ability, but I'm mm. talking about the, the the passion, if you like, mm. and the getting us and yeah. the promptness of Harris yeah. with arguably, and again, this is up for debate. The, the tactical, yeah. you know, calm sort of like of, of Rowit. It's like a it's like a blend. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Would be the ideal candidate, but yeah, it's what I'm saying. I think Jones. You know, that could it could really work in that sense that I think the fans will really be really warm to him. And I think he would also use that very well. Whereas I don't think Rowett used that to his advantage. The four years he's been in charge, he's never used the Mill fans as his little one over the other teams. Because you know, he couldn't really. often you used to watch um read um Neil Harris's program notes back in the day, and he's talked about you know calling for the fans to sort of get on it and be passionate, we mm. need you you know, to be vocal, to show your passion, all that. You never hear Rowett talking about the fans and needing the fans to kind of help, you know. Um, and that's why I reckon, you know, if we did get Jones in, I think we'll we'll, we'll, we'll see a different size to us play. So certainly at home, I think we will be a lot more um, more of a threat for away teams. Um, Mickey, Alex, did you just... The person on there will be um, 
Well, but Gazza probably will come in and tell you. He did. Yeah, he did. he did. It Wasn't he around under Holloway? Was he around under... Was, was he Holloway? No, I think it was before that. Was it... Um, or Lomas? What do you want, Ben? I was just going to say, I think it was Glenn from... I the think uh, Coventry pod just put a, that that comment. I just I think that's quite short sighted. You look at Stoke as a cesspit for managers. How many managers have gone there and failed? Yeah. And South, Southampton were in such a big transition of such a young team. They got rid mm. of a lot of their experienced players. It was a big jump for him, but a job that he couldn't ultimately turn down. Yeah, they're, and, they're still big, big names. They're multi-million pound players on big, big salaries, big, big wages, and, and similar to Stoke in a, in a way. Yeah. I think yeah. I think he went. I think he went there, and he had they had a huge squad. There again, players on big money. So mm. I don't really look into those two spells, either of those sides, yeah. and judge him too harshly because I think exactly. As Whereas I said, Jones, Stoke, went to, uh, to, Jones went to Coventry or Millwall, yeah. that type of level. Yeah. Uh, Glenn, I think you'd see Jones will definitely get the best out of the teams that aspire to be better. Not the teams yeah. that think they're too fucking good and the shit don't stink. And if it's, they're, they're far superior well, to everyone else, that doesn't, well, that doesn't work with Jones, I don't think. You well, know? I've just, I mean, I've just, um, I know Glenn anyway, so I've just sent Glenn a link if he wants to come on and, and tell us what he knows about Jones. He, you know, he's more than happy to, mate. Um, so, yeah, where are we? Uh, Jones was a big flop at Stoke following Gary Rowett. Yeah, and the other five managers before that. That's exactly my point. Yeah, uh, the Stoke, the Stoke one, the Stoke one. I don't, I don't buy into too much. And Southampton was in the Premier League. What I would say is some of Nathan, some of his press conferences at Southampton were utterly mind blowing, and some of the things that he come out and said was just outrageous. Really talking himself up. He completely completely and utterly gone insane. So, look, Nathan Jones will always, always, always be someone that people look at and think he is absolute and lunatic. But, but, and, and this is the one thing for me that gives me a little bit of shining light. We don't do things at Millwall the way that everyone else does things. We don't have the the fan bases like everyone at Watford last week. We were, Most of us were all there with their drum and their flags. We don't do that. We are a different football club and that's what makes us who we are. And Nathan Jones falls into that category. I imagine him going into some of the press conferences in the Premier League, like Guardiola and Klopp, and they're thinking, who the hell is this guy? What, what, what's, what, what's going on here? And I, I just think it, if it was ever going to work, and I know we've said similar things about Holloway, but if it was ever going to work for a manager at this level... And a football club like ours, Nathan Jones is the person to take us forward. But we have to be prepared that along the way, there's going to be an awful lot of, there's going to be tempers, there's going to be, it's going to kick off, he's going to, you know, players are going to, you know, going to get a, a rollick in, the fans are going to, you know, perhaps, you know, maybe he's going to say something. And I think we've all just got to accept that and, and move forward. You've just explained a genuine Millwall fan there though, Stephen. <laughs> well, and that, but but what I'm saying is, Millwall fan, Millwall fans, years and years ago, about six, seven years ago, I, I went to Peterborough away. It was a Tuesday night. A few of us went down there, and at half time it was four nil to Peterborough. And as as the players come off, they walked over to us. Um, they the fans absolutely went off at Harris. They went off at Morrison. Morrison turned around and basically told them to, to 
to do one and just mouthed off back to them. And whilst the fans love that from players when, like, for example, last week, Savile squared up to the Watford, uh, Watford forward and they loved it. They charted his name. They don't quite like it when it's back at them. And that's what Morrison always kind of did in his own way. So whilst we love it, but it, Jones has to be prepared. If he's going to open his mouth, he's going to get it back. And so, do you honestly think he goes into this job no, not knowing that? Like he's going to? No, know he probably doesn't. No, he probably he doesn't know what we're like as a club. And um, I think yeah, but Rowett didn't know. Part of part of what he, what, what attracts him to this job. He, he he's he is a manager that does his best work at a club that's an underdog. To be honest, and that's mm. that's. Let me ask you, let me ask you fellas a question, right? So we've heard two rumors tonight, and they are just rumors. Rumor number one is Jones got the job, right? That's rumor number one. Rumor number two is Barrett's got it until January, and then Muscat comes in. Now, if you could choose, so it's a slightly different question to earlier about Edwards. So Edwards out of the mix for now. You could choose either of those options. So Barrett and then Muscat or Jones from this weekend. What would you choose? Jones first. If if you asked that question a week or so ago, I would have said, wait till New Year for, for Muscat and we'll stick with Barrett for now. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club. Because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Um, trouble is, from what I've seen the last sort of couple of games with Millwall, it doesn't inspire any confidence in me with Barrett at the moment. Um, we're not playing dreadful, we're not getting spanked four or five nil, but there's nothing there that says to me, you know what, by Christmas we'll be okay. I think we could be struggling and fighting relegation come Christmas time down in, in, in the bottom three or four. So for me, I think a change needs to happen now. We need some new, fresh blood, a bit of energy, a bit of a character to go in there to just you know turn that dressing room around and get us playing on the front foot and get us playing with some confidence. I don't think we've got we got until Christmas. Christmas could be too late by then, I reckon. When you say too late, Joe, what for? Just for, for, for our season. <clears throat> I mean, Muscat, the more and more I think about him, you know, we, we carried on like he like he's Pep Guardiola or something. You know, yes, he had two seasons at Millwall and the fans really gravitated towards him because he started to play. But as a manager, he's very different to how he, he was as a player. He's not this aggressive manager's going to be out there punching you know, the fourth official. Yes, that's all bollocks. If, if that's what Mill fans think he's going to be like, trust me, off the pitch, people know him really well, ex-players, but you know, will say to you, he's the most chilled out sort of guy you'll ever meet. So I don't get all that, you know. So for me, I want someone who's proven in the championship that's managed a team of a similar level as Millwall, with a similar wage um, structure as us, with similar type of player calibre, you know, not superstars, and getting the, us as the underdogs, like you say, um, Chris, 
to then fight and challenge these bigger so-called clubs, put it on them and, and start building for the future. Mm-hmm. Joe, I mean, can I just sorry, Mick, before you just uh, just out of interest on this, and it's for the other lads as well. But you've just said it there, so you're you're saying that if that wait until January would be too late for our season. Mm. In what sense are you saying that if we don't have a manager by January, we can't achieve anything, or if we wait until January, we're yeah, going down? It'd just be a, you know a, a toxic sort of place. I mean, can you imagine like? not winning for the next sort of five, ten games, losing, losing, you know. I know we're, we're, we're not going to be bottom of the bottom three. I think Rotherham, Sheffield Wednesday and um, QPR were worst teams that you know, got more shots going down. However, with QPR point a new manager now, that they can change their fortune. So you never know, we could get dragged into it. All I'm saying is, if, if someone like Muscat comes in in January, we've only, what, three and a half, four months left of the season, is it long enough to him to kind of drag us out or, or transform us and, and, and do much with us. I don't know. I just can't, can't really I, see it. I, I'll, I'll be honest. The comments just come up there and I, I, I it went a bit too quickly. I think it's, I think it was Danny who said yeah. that the season's done, unfortunately. And in all honesty, he's probably right. The season, we're not, we're not, I, I, the, the way that the, this half of the season's gone and how, how we're looking, I just can't see how a new manager is going to come in and drastically change us. I mm. think, I think it'd be this, it'd be a, not a stepping stone season, but it'd be a season where you'll see a lot of the old guard disappear under a new manager come next summer. And I think then next season, it'd be a chance to go again. Personally, well, I, I hope I, I'm wrong, but. Yeah, I don't think we're a million miles away, mate. I, I think if we got Nathan Jones in and he managed to galvanise the squad, they all bought into him, as we said, well, we're only what six points off the playoffs. It's not like we're we're a month away from the end of the season, and we're we're six, eight, ten points away. Like we've got a long time to turn this around, and the new manager, whoever it is, going to is going to get a, a January, so he's going to be able to maybe get a couple of loan deals in. I don't think it's all doom and gloom. I think if, if as I say, if, if if it is Jones and he comes in, I think there's enough time for him to galvanise that squad, put his stamp on it, because it's not going to be a million miles away from what we've already said in terms of Rowett and formation. So I don't think we're going to have to completely change the way we're going to play. So I think, as I say, if it is Jones, I think we've got enough time to push towards the playoffs. I hope I'm wrong. I, I do. I just, I, I'm not sure. I think as much as we all want our expectations and we're all hoping for, for you know, a really, really good season again, I just think it's going to have to, I think we just have to be a little bit patient this year, whoever it is. And talking to Millwall fans and knowing how Millwall fans are, that's quite difficult. But I think this season it might be a little bit of a push with such a... We've no Berylson, John Berylson's gone. Rowett, who'd been at the manager for four and a half years, has gone. It's a huge, huge uh, change at the club. And I think we just have to take all of that into consideration. Also, also <laughs> think Henry is too, too oh. late for us to come in. Because you think about it, he's going to be so preoccupied with the J League trying to trying to win that. What what times he got to Millwall looking and analysing our squads and our strength, strengths and weaknesses and who we've got to try and get him as a lone player in January. At least someone like Jones will come in now, let him work the next seven or eight weeks until Christmas, gives him enough time to look at our, our play, look at where our strengths and weaknesses are, and then in January get some couple of decent known players in, maybe. Yeah, right. totally good. Can you hear me now? You can hear me. Yeah. 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 Sorry, my microphone kept switching off. Um, Stephen Lloyd on Twitter. I'll just run through some of these Twitter comments because there are people 
a lot of people watching us on Twitter, and uh, and I have to obviously go on the Twitter to say Stephen Lloyd says, "Don't you don't think we can risk an up and coming? However much I would love it, Jones will suit us down to the core. Every club thinks he's a cunt, and we're exactly liked, and we're exactly like um, by all around us. So perfect union. Um, yeah, that's yeah, that's that's the only message on Twitter. The rest of them are all on." Um, on Facebook and stuff, so yeah, that's uh, that's all good. As you were, so, nice yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, we'll get through some of these. I mean, that's a good point now. What the Daily Mill makes as well is um, Rowett changed the formation last season at this sort of time, and then we suddenly started flying up the table. Mm-hmm. So but then he went um, really yeah. the season. Greeny Boy twenty four seven. That's Ben, isn't it? Is that you, Ben? Looks yeah. like Ben. That's my burner account, yeah. Yeah, that was me after the Leeds game when I come on ranting and raving. <laughs> Got to take the positive out of the situation. We're, we are in, it's time to change. Has to be a young, fresh face, new ideas, new ideas for me, big change uh, if we can do well with the younger players. Yeah, new ideas. Out of interest, just on that, for you guys, I'll, I'll go round and just yes or no. Under Nathan Jones, do SA and Amaku get regular starts, Joe? Yes. Ben? Can I have a Maku yes, SA no? You can. Chris? Same as Ben. Mickey? Uh, yeah, probably. But Will Cam- Will the question is, will Campbell over... Uh, will Campbell get a start over... Um, Savile. Well, after last Saturday, better not. Nathan Jones signed Campbell, didn't he, from Motherwell? So, yeah, she's mm. well, thanks. By the way, gents, did you know us talking about the playoffs are out of reach? Um, I've just checked something. I think I think this is accurate. We have the exact same amount of points after fourteen games this season as we did last season. Uh-huh. So. Yeah. For us to make that statement that it's too far gone is... Mm. Do I think we would... We're only, we're only six points... Are we six points away from a six spot? But we didn't We didn't make the playoffs last year, though, did we? So... Well, we're very, very close to, weren't we? we yeah, I know, but very game, close and all that. It's, it don't matter if you... Have we won that last game? That was a bit <clears> of a freak <throat> incident there. We're three up at half-time. Let's be honest. We, we should have been in the playoffs. Joe, did you go, did you go Wembley last year? No. So we didn't make the fucking playoffs in. No, no. But what, the, point, the point Stephen's saying is we, we, we didn't achieve... You know, okay, we didn't achieve what we did. But what I'm saying is we, we're very close to what Chris is saying. We're at the same points now and we think we're doing it really, really badly. But yet we're that close to the playoffs. We fucked up on the last day. But the point that I'm making is, you know, we've, we're, on another day, we, we would have gone through to the playoffs had we, had we not fucked up the second half. But I, I, no, we can't... Our season's not over, is it, at the moment? We're we can't keep talking about last year but ultimately it, we didn't not make the playoffs because of the last game of the season we didn't make the playoffs because of the yeah. last 10 games of the season so there's oh, yeah. a lot of factors that go that go into it i, I, I no i don't wanna, i don't of course i don't want to write off the season i go we go all of us we go to a lot of games we want to we want to have something to strive for and achieve and i'm not i'm not I'm just going to yeah but i just think that with with all of the change that's happened in and around the club so far this since the since the summer to this point, mm. I just think we have to curb it a little bit and just give 
who Jones or Edwards or whoever it is, just just give him this season to. It'll, it, it, there'll be a lot of players that I reckon that are out of contract or potentially looking elsewhere. That Jones Speaking will be like, thanks for all of the change that's happened. In a... What is going on? Out, out of curiosity, um, when <laughs> did Carrick take over Middlesbrough last season? What part for the season? Because you remember he, they were bottom, weren't they? They were really struggling to took over. But was it quite long into last season before he took over? Because they obviously finished very, very high, almost getting an uh, automatic. It was about ten or it was about ten or twelve games in, wasn't it? Because Wilder was like, shocking about, about mm. now, you say? Yeah, it wouldn't be far mm. off. I wouldn't have thought. So, I mean, Ron, Ron's got a point there. And he missed going out last year due to Long. Now look what Long's doing for fucking Norwich. Yeah. Well, that's it. Long cost us a lot of a lot of those games, especially towards the end. It was his mistakes, weren't it? See, that's really weird, isn't it? Two people at the same time, the same comment. And they're right. Yeah, and they are. Right. I, so what, what I was trying to say is, it is not out of reach for us to get into the playoffs. That's not the same question as do I think we'll get in the playoffs because I, I I don't. I think this year is a very very strong league. Um, but yeah, but that 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 doesn't that, that that's not the, the question we're answering here. So, so the point. question the question is: Do you think right now that we could potentially make playoffs? Yes, of course. Yeah, I'm with you, Joe. Is it possible? Yeah, definitely. Mm. That's not the question. Do you think we will? No. Oh no! Hold on. That's two, oh, no, no. That, that is two separate questions. <laughs> that, that is two separate. <laughs> My question, Stephen, is, and I'll start with you. Do you think we will make the playoffs? No. If anybody, if anybody answers that question, yes, I really would. Mm. I'd, I'd love to know. Understand why? Can, can <laughs> we? Yes, we can. Will we? No, we won't. That's a simple. Way I'm going to go. Yes, we can. And yes, we will. <laughs> Someone <laughs> clip that. Nathan Jones, Barmy Army. Here's a question. Maybe you've got to answer. Do you think we've got a good chance of signing Cresswell in January? He's not he's not playing, not in the squad leads at the moment, or do you think that's out of the out of the water completely that one for us? Oh well. Uh, uh I don't think he's injured. No. I think that Leeds have tied him down for the future because he's playing he's an England under 21 international and they want to perhaps um they wanted to make sure he signed a long-term deal but in doing that I think they've sold him down the river a little bit because they're not playing him but also oh, so they've, yeah, they've locked him down to a long long-term mm. contract and then they've also signed that player from Tottenham the Welsh defender who plays and position. And yeah, who's doing really well he's one for the future so I can see I think... why if you're signing him from Tottenham you're not going to Drop him over Cresswell because I'm, I'm sure a bit like us with Campbell, there's probably some clause in there where he's got a guaranteed him football and stuff. And then they've got a left footer on the other side, haven't they? Um, is it Joe Roden? Yes, that is the other one. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, the other yeah, one yeah. they've got. Ampadu yeah. is from Chelsea, I think. Yeah, no, um, good, good player. And he's only quite young still, isn't he, as well? Mm. I think I think we certainly should be looking at Cresswell. But again, that's a if Rowett was still in charge, I think now Donny would have looked back because he he'd obviously had him before. Again, Jones will have his own will have his own ideas yeah, on that. With other people around like Aldo or, or Steve Cavanaugh, I don't know, people like that will probably push for that as well. Whoever the new manager is comes and say, Listen, this guy's affiliated with our club. He's been here, the fans loved him, <clears> he enjoyed his time here. Let's let's go in for him again, you know. I can't see why the new manager would be would object to that, especially if, if they've got a good site, chance of signing him and enjoy living in London. 
but he might have. <laughs> Sorry, that's not my face It's just like, she's got those little buns, isn't she, in her, in her head? <laughs> is, it, is it? No, it's not better like that either, is it? It makes it fucking. It's weird. The reason I wear earphones is because if not, when you lot speak, you'll you'll get the reverb back through the the sound. So hence, that's why I wear earphones for um, sound quality, not for cosmetic reasons. Also, but yeah, I'll take my hood off now. Then now now that the abuse has started, um, <laughs> Biggie did say that is um, is Stephen Adrian Charles love child. Yeah, but only Monica can ask. Did you? That. Did you see the next comment where Chris Brown said uh, Princess Leia had hair, which I quite agree she did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's there's Chris. So, yeah. There we go. Look, another one from Ron. I totally agree with you guys. Fucking hell, you're about the only person who does agree with all of us, if you're agreeing with all of us. This is one of the best squads of players uh, we've had for a long time. We need a manager who can get the best out of our squad. Personally, I'll go for Edwards. He is a top coach. Uh, with a senior player overseeing, if it goes tits up, uh, with the senior player seeing if it goes tits up. <clears throat> Just on that as well, Mickey. I'm kind of going back to what Chris said earlier. Do we know he's a top coach? I get he's man, he's he's England coach, but do we know he's a top coach, or are we just sort of putting two and two together and together and getting five by going? He's assistant with Lampard and he's a, an England under 20 coach manager. Do we know he's a top coach? Well, the, the, the teams he played with, uh, you know, the under 16s, the under 18s and stuff, and I know it's different age groups, but at Chelsea and that, he was very, very, very well thought after. So I mean, you don't, he, you don't get an England and job he done, without it, right? And he done well. And Chelsea's yeah. got a good under 16s, under 18s team. So, you and, know, and, he, and for he Lampard must be, to take him to Everton with him as well, you must really, really rate him. But I mean, I, I haven't watched England under twenties play, so I'd have no idea. But they, they won win, the World Cup the games, they pretty much. They won the World Cup what four, two years ago or so. They won, I mean, I don't think he was there then, but they won the World Cup. So I, I think mean, he's only managed two games for the under twenties, and yeah. and a good and he's coach. Got two more games, always, though, isn't he? A, a good coach doesn't always make a good manager. I'm not. I'm not mm. sitting here saying he wouldn't. I think the whole point is, it depends on what the club want to achieve from this appointment. Edwards is a gamble. 100%. We have no idea whether yeah. he's able to execute these coaching excellence that he's got. Um, same with Muscat. You know, people base Muscat based on what? I'd love to know how many people have actually analysed his style of play and watched games and things like that. But people, as I said earlier, people love the unknown because it's exciting, it's different. Mm -hmm. But ultimately, we're here to win games of football. And regardless of what you think of Nathan Jones, and I'm, I'm with Ben, the Southampton and Stoke things are anomalies to me. Stoke is a basket case of a, of, of, a, of a club. And Southampton, yes, he was out of his depth, but we're not Southampton. We're Millwall. We're more akin to Luton. And that's why I think Nathan Jones is the man. Well, I'm going to make to Brady Boy's comment just then. Um, mm. Brady Boy, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm I'm saying Jones is my, my preference as well. All I'm saying is playing a bit of devil's advocate about Edwards. Don't write him off, is what I'm saying. Um but I agree. For me, we need someone like Jones. I do also get that from Connor as well. I do get that. That's the exciting right. bit, right? That's it. Yeah. Right, Jones, fucking Muscat, fucking Edwards, fucking everyone. Simpson. 
No, we're done. We're done. We're done. Because otherwise, <laughs> we've just fucking spent an hour and a half talking about two geezers. What will be sod's law that neither one of those fuckers will get the job? <laughs> yeah. Fucking someone, no one's fucking mentioned, and and it's someone will, will make an absolute that, fucking thingy. Well, I mean, I'm surprised that Wilder and people like that haven't really been seriously mentioned. But hey ho, mm. we don't know what's there. But look, that's done. Um, tomorrow we face Southampton. Southampton's. Oh yeah, we got a game um, tomorrow. Had a, <laughs> had a, yeah. Southampton's had a blinding time recently. They've done all right. I went on their podcast um, this week. And I predicted a 2-1 victory to Millwall because I just think that um, they're due an upset. And because of what the day is tomorrow and everything else, I just think that, you know, hopefully it will be us. And Barrett also, as much as we've cunted him off recently, I think Barrett um, has got a win. I just see that I think what Barrett, personally, what I think Barrett's happened, I know he was in charge, but if you look at, especially at Watford, something what we picked on up with, it was Nugent what seemed to be running the team, wasn't it, at, at Watford, mm-hmm. rather than him. And I just think that he's starting to slowly get rid of um, the Rowett essence and he's now going to start bringing in his. And I, and I can see us getting a win tomorrow. Chris? <laughs> I'm glad you went to him first. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, um, I, I'd love to 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 see us getting a win tomorrow, but I, I don't. Unfortunately, I think we'll we'll lose one two. But I think we'll give a good account of ourselves, just like we have done. To be fair, in the last couple of games, it just hasn't been enough. What did you make at Watford with the fact that Nugent seems to be running the show at Watford? I mean, did he? Like, yeah, he was. On? Yeah, he was. What, what are we? Hold on a second. What are we basing that on? Just because he was standing near the touchline and barking orders, that doesn't mean he's running the show. To be fair, most of the second half, most of the time that any there was any change in any of the positioning, any of the subs that were made, any of the set pieces, there was one time we had a free kick where it was Nugent directing the traffic, telling the you know giving instructions to the players. I think he had a lot more. He had a lot was involved a lot more than what people may have noticed. It wasn't actually my dad. I, I was at the game with my dad. It, he was the one that had picked it, had, had spotted it more than what I had, and then I obviously noticed it as when it was brought to my attention. But I do think he had a lot more to say in that second half than perhaps um, people may have given him any credit for. Okay, maybe Benjamin. Yeah, I think similar to what Chris said, mate. I think we'll give a good account. I think obviously it's going to be a sellout. Always a good day, Remembrance Day. So I think it's going to be a tight game. I just think they're going to have too much quality for us. Yeah. See, I just, I just wonder. You see, this, this is my thing, and I come to you two sex, Joe. Is Barrett being the fact that he was there with Harris, or he was there when Harris was there, so he's been there. Well, he's been there, what, six years, five years? He knows how to get a full house on side. And is he going to be able to get a full house on side? And don't forget we've got the military. Don't forget we've got Lunatic Bomber, who's going to do his thing like he always does in front of the cold blow lane end and get the cheers going and get that atmosphere kicked in. Please, please, Millwall, score in about two minutes after the fucking the, the kickoff, just because... We've been asking for a goal there for seven years within that time when they're in front of them um, just to see what happens. But, yeah, if, if we can get a goal, then I think 
there, and I think Barrett will get. I think people will get get the full house on the side. But go, go on. Yeah, I mean, I hate to burst your bubble, but if we can't, you know, galvanise ourselves and be up for a game when John Berylson, um occasion marked him, we lost respect for him, and there's mm. no fight there that day. Yeah, but that was um, Rowie. Barrett's not going to make a huge difference, is he? He's not exactly Mr. Personality himself, is he? I don't see him. Oh, I don't. Moment. I disagree. I think he is with the players. The play, the players game. Yeah. He gets the players. I, I, I regret this. They're marginally, they're a bit more up for it under Barrett. But you, but again, one of you guys mentioned it earlier about our fitness levels are so bad. I mean, in the last couple of games, I think for the first ten minutes, I've always been impressed the way we started. We, we started with a front foot pressing high up the pitch. But very, very quickly, they get, they get knackered, they're fucked, and they all just sit back again. So, you know, unless we score very early, you know, I think we're, um, we, we, I can see us, you know, struggling. Of course, if Southampton score, we're, 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 we're fighting a, um, a lost cause a little bit. So I hope I'm completely wrong. I don't mean to sound negative, but yeah, until we get a new manager in there, I can't see where our first win is going to come under, under Barrett, unfortunately. Go on in, Joe. Um, go on in, um, Stephen. Um, I'm going to, I can't believe I'm actually saying this. I'm going to go along the Mickey, uh, train of thinking. I think we're going to have one of the most one-sided games of football we've ever seen at the den. However, I think we're going to keep them out and I think we're going to go at the other end and we're going to nick it. And if anyone's a betting man, take Cooper one nil. Jake Cooper's drew a goal. He should have got one last week. I, honestly, I, I can see. I, I've just got. I've. I've got vision. You know, when we played Leicester in the cup and they battered us and they just couldn't score. And then obviously Cummins went up the other end and it was down to ten men. I'm not saying we're going to go down to ten men, but someone said it's either going to be a tight Millwall win or a, or Great we're going to get battered. And I think we're going to go one nil, one nil mill, one nil Millwall. Jake Cooper, clip it. Okay. And then delete it immediately after full time if it goes horribly wrong. <laughs> Players on the pitch not right, are we? The Bristol game. Yeah, agreed. And it and this is it was also the players on the pitch in that second half against Blackburn. It, 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 in all of those circumstances, Rowett gets slagged off massively and sometimes deservedly so. But the players have to have some responsibility and they have to be held accountable. I don't. I, again, I know we're a football show and I'm, I'm sure Ben would have seen this, um, what I'm going to mention. A couple of interviews from the Cricket World Cup, two of the England players have come out. One of them turned around and went, we've been crap. And one of them turned around and said, we, we get everything given to us on a plate at, at top level sport and we've not been good enough. And unfortunately in football, when that, that you don't get that honesty, we haven't been good enough in the big games. Yes, the manager perhaps tactically could be better, but the players have to take responsibility. Yeah. Whatever the result tomorrow, days like tomorrow, why we love this club, 100%. 100%. Make sure you dig deep. Um, we've also, I could, yeah, it's, I think it's out there or not out there, but we've also got, for the first time ever, instead of a bugler player tomorrow, we've got a trumpet. So, what's, traditional, um, what's, what's, what's the best instrument for? for well, that? personally, bugle's good, and and I did have quite a few buglers this this year, but unfortunately, due to everything going off, the soldiers I had have um, been kept in a part of the world instead. Um, but 
I personally think a trumpet tomorrow will have a better um, acoustic sound through the den, um, like probably we've not heard there before. I think it will be it it will be piercing tomorrow. I think personally, um, and is uh, you know the guy we've got doing doing it is uh, yeah. I think it's going to be interesting. That, that so, greeny. Um, yeah. Sorry, Mick, that greeny boy account, that is Ben's burner account, 100% with a comment like that. <laughs> Sounds like it could be Dan's. <laughs> oh, yeah, for anybody yeah, for anybody that, I don't know if he's in the chat, but Dan is all okay. He's fine still. He's not. You've hidden the noise the kitchen drawers. Does anyone confirm if he had any hugs at Watford? Yeah. <laughs> one from Joe, I think. I, I gave him a hug. Leeds are beating Leicester. I don't know wow. what the score is, wow. if anyone's watching it. But Leicester are home there as well from, from memory. I think Leeds are away, aren't they? Mm. Yeah, they are. Right. Question for you, because I know, Chris, you might have to shoot off in a minute or whatever, mate, but if not, stay here. Um, just order the curry now. Um, it'll, be, it'll be delivered by the time we finish. Um, right. Question. Is Savile out of jail tomorrow? Yes. Savile starts. And... Oh, okay. Yeah, I've oh, gone. Yeah, no, 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 sorry. I was expecting a one. Gone. We're going back I, I, I didn't know. I didn't know. Just that. Quick. All I was going to say is, for me, Savile has to start, and the other one that I person that has to start for me is Honeyman. I think he makes a real difference in terms of that front foot aggressive, aggressive, uh, and also he. I know he he can probably only last sixty minutes or so at a minute, but he's he's pretty. Um, he's he's one that actually fitness levels don't concern me, which is odd because he's actually been out for a long time. So they're, they're to a key for me starting tomorrow. Sorry, Mickey. Go ahead. That's all right. That's all right. Ben? Yeah, Savile starts and Chris is taking the words out of my mouth. I was about to say the other person that will start is Honeyman and I really hope he does. So, Stephen? He better start. There's no, there's no reason. Last week, he, all I would say with George Savile, when we scored the goal, in front of the home fans, his reaction to the goal and celebrating in front of us—that's enough for me. He the badge, didn't he? As well, he was. It, that's enough for me. He's mm. first name on the team sheet should be, Absolutely. and agree with the boys with Honeyman as well. Thought he was very good last week. Get your comments in. Who who in the who's um, not strikers yet? We we'll do that in a minute. But who um, does Savile start tomorrow? And um, and do you agree with the boys? Do you think Savile and uh, and Honeyman, Joe? Um, just quickly, Here's a question. Yeah, does Danny Mac start? Yes, Danny Mac starts in right back, and we have Cuffy in right wing back. So you you would start the same yep. setup team that started against Watford, pretty much on on the on the right. Yeah, definitely because I think Danny Mac plays. If you put Danny Mac into defence, Danny Mac plays in defence. Don't don't expect Danny to to be running up and down the pitch because he ain't going to do it. And and well, he, he can't do, do it. it. Like, he just can't do it. Well, yeah, it, no. But playing on that right wing, on that right right back, is good. And Cuffy in front of him, it worked. It worked at Watford. It was opening up a bit for us. And I think, yeah. Also, who would you put up front though? Can I say? I mean, let's I, go. Hang on, one sec, one sec. Go to Chris. You're starting eleven for tomorrow. I might as well because you boys know about you Jesus, lot of all fucking into that football. So yeah, we're we're. we're I haven't doing answered that. the sub question yet. Yeah, no, no, no. Well, you can come to that in a minute. Right, I'll give you two seconds <laughs> yeah. to think about it, Chris. Joe, does Savile start? Uh, yes. I, I just wanted to say he played 90 minutes against Watford. Hard to be our best player on the pitch. 
Um, so fitness level don't concern me at all with Sav. Um, cool. I think we need him. Barrett needs him at the moment to lead the way for us. And he was on a booking for about 40 minutes as well. Yeah. yeah. Which reminds me, he's probably on about four bookings now, isn't he, I think, Sav? So, so one, one more suspended. Stephen, as me and you are founder members of the Get Savile Out of Prison Club, um, you're obviously saying he plays. Oh, yeah, absolutely. First name on the team sheet, 100%. Yeah. Right. Now we're going to fuck Chris up and go back to Chris and say, <laughs> right, starting 11 for tomorrow, Chris. Um, so my, I'm going to assume that although um, it looks like Lenny and uh, Hutch are back in the squad, I'm going to assume that they're probably not fit enough to start. So that's an assumption which uh, I'm making. If that is the case, I would go with the same starting lineup that played at Watford, to be honest, because I don't think you've got many other options. So that would be Bart, back four, Danny Mack, um, on the left, Muzza, uh, Hardin and Cooper in the middle. Um, and then the only one that I would possibly change. So uh, Denor, Saville, Fleming, Honeyman, uh, Norton Cuffey. The only one is Bradshaw, to be honest. He's, um, I'm a big Bradshaw fan, massive Bradshaw fan. But the last few games, he hasn't seemed on song. But I probably would persevere with him for another game. I don't, I wouldn't start in Maku in a game like tomorrow, personally. Um, and I don't think Nisbet's fit. So by default, I think Bradshaw starts. So basically, long story short, same team. Okay. <laughs> ben? Yeah, it's really boring following Chris, mate. I, I, I don't think he can change it. I think it's going to be exactly the same. Um, I think just Campbell will come back in, right? He'll be on, as in, he'll come back into the squad. He'll be on the bench. But I, I don't think the starting 11 will change at all. Okay, no worries. Joe? Um, I, I think he'll play, you've got to play three at the back or, or five, quarter five. Um, I don't think Danny Mack should start. Um, if we're playing five at the back, then obviously Norton Cuffey. Plays the wing back. I'd like to see Hutch come back in. I can see Hutch coming back in um, if he's available to play. I agree with um, with Chaps as well. You know, I like Bradshaw, but I think we need a bit of quality up there. So I like Nisbet. Um, we'll also do a better job for us. And of course, we want Honeyman and, and, uh, and Maku to start as well, a bit of pace. Maybe Nisbet and Maku up front with Fleming behind or something, maybe. And then, yeah, I don't know how you, how you fit all those in, but yeah, we, do, we need to. Um, Definitely play to our strengths. Okay. Stephen? Uh, I'm going to go a little bit rogue with what I would do. Um, first question, Danny, does Danny McNamara play? No, but only because I think we play a five-back. I don't think you could go four at the back and play the same system and same tactics we did at Watford as you can against Southampton. I just don't think that's going to work. I, obviously, Bart in goal, Norton Cuffey right wing-back, Harding, um, Cooper... Murray Wallace, again, assuming that, um, as I think Chris said earlier, assuming that uh, Hutch and, and Leonard don't make the starting eleven, I'd have Ryan Longman at um, left wing back, where I thought he was playing really, really well. And for some reason, yeah. he's not had another opportunity there. Um, mm. So I'd put him back in. I'd go a three in the middle. I'd have uh, Denore, Savile and Honeyman. Uh, Honeyman, perhaps, have a little bit more of a freer role, but I'd have the three in, in midfield. And I'd go Fleming and Nisbet up front. I agree 100%. Love Tom Bradshaw, the boy. I'm, I, again, I, I can feel Ben just like ready to explode. I love Tom. <laughs> I love Tom Bradshaw. He's, he works really, really hard. And there's been a few comments about Bradshaw, Nisbet, Bradshaw, Nisbet. 
I don't. I look at Tom Bradshaw and and I genuinely I feel sorry for him in this football team because he just runs. He gets no chances. He's constantly just. He he doesn't do anything, but you can't really fault him because it's not his fault. He tries really really hard, but it just doesn't work. And I think I think personally, I'd get Fleming further further forward, and I'd have Nesbitt on the pitch because I think Nesbitt can get you a goal pretty much out of nothing. And I think Bradshaw's not quite up to that that standard. No, I agree with that. I think I think that's it. But I think the problem is with Bradshaw. He's all right if he's getting service. If he's not getting any service, then he just can't he, he can't make things happen because I don't know. It just he just doesn't seem to be able to get things started, does he? So um, he needs to be in and around yeah. the six yard box, doesn't he, Bradshaw? But we need to get you know play that final third to create crosses or chances for him. But we don't we don't we don't play to his strengths, do we? No. We never have that, have we, for a while? So, yeah. no. Can Harden score another goal tomorrow? Would like to. Love, I it's think he's good. goal celebration again, yeah. No, 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 no. He's I got love to drop it. that. No, he's oh, got to drop that. No, no. Against Watford, you even hear the middle. Like Chris. See you later, Chris. See you later, Chris. Thanks, mate. See you tomorrow. See you later. Don't forget, you can see Chris on Sunday evening with his um, chat with chaps. And if you've not seen any of them, if you liked him tonight, it's the first time you've seen him, just go on our YouTube channel and see the post-match reaction. So he does one of those. I did week. I did notice some did someone comment and said that marriage has got to him because he's gone grey earlier. I did someone <laughs> did put that comment in this. And he lost and he lost some hair as well, wasn't he? Yeah. So we, we're slating him off. Now he's gone. We're, we're, we're slating him off. It'll be here in a minute. Might be a bit mental, but I'd like to see Denor further up the pitch. I think he could find a pass. That's an interesting possibly, thing. possibly. I just, the thing is with I think Denor has been so good at what he does that I just think you have to yeah. you keep keep him in that position. Don't tamper with that. There you go. Look, there's there's Mills one four five one. Bart Wallace Cooper Harding Danny Mac Denor Savile Fleming Honeyman BNC and Nesbit. Honestly, and I, I obviously listen to you, your guys' teams, Joe. I think you were kind of on the same route as me with a wing back rather than a rather than a, a right back. Do, do people honestly cannot people honestly see us playing four at the back against Southampton? No, I, I just is there I much difference from Watford away to Southampton at home? I, I think it's different Southampton because... play a lot. And also, when we're away from home, I don't know if you agree, Stephen. You're playing slightly deeper line as the away team. Being at home, playing the front foot, we're going to leave so many gaps between our back four that Southampton's pace on the counter would absolutely destroy us. Yeah, we can't leave space in between our, our defenders, so we have to we have to fill it in, you know, and, and put bodies in there, don't we? Really? So out, mm. outside of Preston, when we only had what two days after the departure of out or three days was on Wednesday, we played we played the three or the five at the back, and the other two games, Barrett's played four. Is that right? Yes. So, so, yeah, yeah I, I don't think he'll change it. I'd be surprised if he did. Think he'll go with four? Yeah, I think he will. The question is, who's he playing at right back? Danny McNamara, or does he go brave with um, Norton Cuffey? Or does he do what he did against Watford and play Norton Cuffey? Yeah, I, th I think he'll do that. And because I think you've then got the option to say to Norton Cuffey, sit in a little bit deeper, give okay. Danny Max. Yeah, and you can almost play two right backs if you wanted to. If like, we're getting overrun and we need to sit in and be a bit deeper, you can say to him, drop back and he can mm. be a bit more defensive. 
Possibly, yeah. So yeah. then, gents, we should have done it before Chris fucked off, but hey ho, um, we didn't score prediction for tomorrow. I mean, we literally all have done it. I know, but I'm asking <laughs> you for it again. <laughs> <laughs> One nil, Jake Cooper. Oh yeah, we've done all that. Yeah, no, I remember that. Yeah. It's, it's he's thinking about his curry. That's what it is. It's not curry in the brain. I've already had dinner. I had fish and chips earlier, so yeah. Oh. Um, so yeah. Make I sure. Think... Um, go on in, Stephen. I was going to say someone mentioned earlier. Are you Sheffield Wednesday? Any of the listeners going to Sheffield Wednesday? Ben, I know. I think you are, aren't you? There's a couple. There was a fellow who asked, yeah, wasn't there? Instead, are we going? Yeah, we're we're coming up. We're coming up for that. No, no, one, no. I'm going down. How far is it from you? Uh, it's about 40 minutes on the train, mate. It's perfect. Nice. Not bad, is it? No, it's all right for some, isn't it? So, yeah. Four, um, four hour car journey for, for the rest of us. But um, Anything else what you boys want to raise before we finish up or whatever? Just want to hope that the, um, I keep saying it every week, but you, you just want the Mill fans to get behind. You know, get behind the team. If we go one nil down, don't sit there in silence. You know, don't just bitch and moan. Just keep, keep, you know, keep the atmosphere going. Do you know what I mean? I think um, we need the fans to play their part in these games. And you know, Rowett's gone though. Can't blame Rowett. Yes, we can still blame the football, but ultimately, you know, we're we're our own people. We can do what we want. You know, and I think we need to be a bit vocal and make the, uh, the den rocking if we can. I've got, I've, I've got a little challenge. Do you boys want a challenge? Go on. If me running on the pitch naked, then no. No, no. Why would know. that? Why would that be the challenge? Why? I don't know. It's, 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 it's definitely not. That, it's, it? it's definitely not gone through my mind. Do you know what I mean? It's going to be. Can you pull a tangerine with your eyes shut? Is it? Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know. To be fair, to be fair, it might be a loaded challenge. So I, uh, we won't. Oh, go on, go on. Don't bottle it. Don't bottle it. I'm not bottling it. What do you want the forfeit to be, though? No, well, no, 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 no. What's the challenge? Challenge is for all the listeners and everyone else. Well, Ben won't be able to be in it, but us three can, and Chris can, and Omar can, and all that is the most photos of one of us tomorrow. Whoever wins and whoever loses has to, has to do a forfeit. I know that I'm going to win because I'm walking around a pitch all day. <laughs> <laughs> no, I reckon. No, hold on. If, if whoever whoever gets the mo- whoever has the most pictures taken of them does a forfeit. I don't know. Fuck. Well, be, yeah. yeah, 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 whoever, yes. yeah. Because oh, you'll, be the, be, you'll be the you'll be the you'll be that Millwall um, podcast celebrity. So you have yeah. to do a forfeit. Yeah, I agree. So whoever has the that, most that, pictures that, taken. I'll tell, I'll tell you what we do. Is we, we, we do it a different way. We do, we do a prize, right? I've got some prize. We do a prize. Whoever submits the best photo. But okay, not, yeah, yeah. But not, yeah, of me tomorrow. Well, we, we, we judge it. We do it on the Sunday night show. We judge it. We can put, we can put a thing up. We'll win a prize. How's that? That's fair enough, isn't it? So the best, best picture of best you. Picture of you. The best worst picture. Not, yeah. Of me <laughs> from from tomorrow will win a prize. 
All right. Or Stephen in his shorts. I, I mean, someone. It's quite funny if they can get a picture of Omar, or you know. Or yeah, Chris yeah, that would be that would be the one. If someone can get a picture because... of all of us in. Well, no, I tell you yeah. what. I tell you what. This is quite a fun one. If you can get a full... how, how many of the podcast team can you get? So do you get if you get one picture, two, three pictures, then obviously Who's you're, you're the winner. How many of the Mill podcast team can you actually pick out and find? So all of us are there apart from Ben, isn't it? Yeah, so I'm saying. Yeah. And, you and just see, hold on, hold on. Also, just just so he's not left out because he is our northern correspondent. Next <laughs> weekend at Sheffield Wednesday, it'll be how many pictures of Ben can you take? Yeah. If you've got like fifty of them, you win. Yeah. No, I think I think that's it. I think it's it. If right, no, any home or away game, if you can get a picture of all of us together, you win. A oh, you won't get. You won't get. It won't, it won't be all together. Because we don't sit anywhere near each other. Yeah. No, but you might be able to catch us before the game, standing around or whatever. No, you know I, where you drink. I reckon, I reckon Joe's idea, if you're going to do that, it'd be, can oh, you get an individual picture many, of each of us? Yeah. We can be with you. You, It can be a sly one. It can be whatever you want. Right, but right. no, Joe, it's I'm really, really concerned that. about you. Mate, I am really, he said really he was he was anywhere. You could be at the bar, you could be wherever, you know. He said he was in I mean, the closet. Maybe not the toilet, he, he yeah. knew about the closet and all that. But anyway, right. Tomorrow. Tomorrow, get there early if you want. Have a drink and all that there. The poppy, um, the poppy lot will obviously be walking around from one o'clock onwards. Nobody is safe, including our mate. I know what box you're in. Um, and none of the sliding away like you do every year. Go, no, no, I've already got a poppy. Put some fucking money in the pot. Um, everyone else does, so you can too. Uh, we'll be there looking to collect as much as we can. Uh, we have got a Southampton fan who's a serving guy who's going to be there as well with us. Bomber's going to be there. Um, in fact, I think tomorrow we've got three Royal Navy who took our Manchester the Queen on her last journey as well tomorrow. There's no other club in the country that could be able to say that. Um, we've got uh, Anglian, Royal Anglians there, and we've got Navy, um, and always it's just hand. There are some um, cross-stitched from um, Miss Popcorn, who's on Twitter. Uh, she has done a load of crocheted poppies. Um, I think they will sell quick. So if you do want one of those, get there early. Um, Get yourself into the ground, ideally, if you can. Half past, half two, 20 to three. Get yourself seated, ready for all the um, all the activities, what will be going on. Um, and make sure that, you know, the, the forces guys will all be serving forces all around the edge of the pitch. Just show them your appreciation, give them a tap and all that. Do you know what I mean? In the current situation where people seem to be having pops at these people, just, you know, let them know that we do things different. We do things proper. Um, at Millwall, and we appreciate everyone um, who sits there. And to, tomorrow means a lot to us. Um, jump it on the pitch, normal times. And remember, we do the last post, and then basically the silence takes time over that, and then the ref will blow up, and then we go straight into the game. Uh, I think that's pretty much it from me. Um, and yeah, just thanks to Mel. Um, she takes care of all the poppy side. I just have to do the other side, which is an easier task than her. 
Um, and massive thank out to the club, Billy Taylor um, and um, Max, who um, I think it's his first year of doing it this year because it's normally Billy, but they allow us to um, just control it. They allow us to do everything. Uh, they don't put any stops in place. They never say no to anything we suggest. And um, sometimes it's all too easy to slag people off at the club. But seven years we've done it, or seven years I've done it, 10 years I think Mel's done it, seven years we've controlled that day on our own as such. And uh, not once have they said no to anything we've wanted or uh, any of my mad suggestions or anything else. So much, much appreciated for that. Um, you know, you are a big business. Um, and you trust us to make sure that the day goes well. So much appreciated to that. And most importantly, thank you very much to every single one of you uh, watching this, listening back to this, Mill fan who contributes on that day. You help us smash records uh, year in, year out on our Poppy Day collection. And don't forget that the shirts will be auctioned off afterwards and all the money again goes to the British Legion. So, um, yeah, thank you very much. It's it's probably the most humble day um, being involved with Millwall on that day. So, yeah, it's all good. Um, Stephen, anything to say? Uh, I've just put a message on on the, the comments just to say, don't forget to tag in that Millwall pod in all the pictures tomorrow, Twitter, Instagram. I know we have a little bit of a laugh and a joke about the piss take ones with us, but for as Mickey, uh, I think he said... I might have been in our private group. There's people all around the world that, you know, ex-forces, Navy, whatever, that want to see footage, that want to see pictures that can't be there on the day. So tag us in. It doesn't matter if you take one photo or if you take hundreds, you're going to see Mickey on the pitch, Omar, whatever, Oscar, whatever you, whatever it is, you know, take your pictures, tag us in. Um, and as always, we always say it. And I, I, we didn't really touch on this. Um, we did a little bit on Twitter um, for those that haven't seen it on Twitter or who are not on there, last Sunday we received some donations on the live show, which really did take me and Mickey by surprise. We didn't ask for it. We didn't expect it. We didn't really know what to say. Um, that money was donated to Mind Charity. All the boys, um, I think, would agree that um, Mind are a wonderful organisation and we do our little bit to support them. So thank you for the donations, but it has all gone to Mind Charity. And we have sometimes have a little bit of a bet in between us. All of the money goes to charity. I say we do it because we love our club. We spend our Fridays and Saturdays doing it. So thanks for the donations, but it's been given to charity. No, see, if anyone tried to do that again tonight, we've turned it off because you Yes, yeah, we have. Um, yeah. Yeah, they took 30%, but we... we put that back in so yeah it's no mm -hmm. drivers there um yeah that's it if you've got any videos from tomorrow please share them with us because um every year i like to put a little video together and send it to the guys who turn up just as a little memento to them because obviously they're involved they don't get a chance to video so again wherever you are in the ground if you can get some videos please share them with us because i can collate them into a into a video what i then give to the um to the armed forces forces boys joseph what would you like to say um, just yeah, good, good, uh, good show as always, guys. Uh, thanks for the interaction from the uh, from the uh, the guy listeners and viewers. And uh, yeah, let's hope I'm completely wrong and we get a win tomorrow, a much needed win to kind of build uh, a bit of a positivity around uh, the place at the moment. So um, yeah, fingers crossed it goes well. Excellent, Benjamin. Um, I didn't know that you Benjamin, ran we the... can see in your house. Normally, yeah, it's blurred as if you're like Zoom. Yeah, like, I normally uh, like the flash. 
Normally I'm allowed to shit behind me, so but I'll actually tie it up so you're allowed to oh, see behind me tonight. Um I didn't know it was you that have done it for that long, mate, in terms of the uh, Remembrance Day. So well done, mate. So mate, it's a great cause. Um we are a club like no other. We will get behind it like we always do. But um yeah, an emotional day. Hopefully the boys on the pitch can replicate it, like you said, Mickey. Early goal for the lads would be nice and a and a mill will win. But no, fantastic day, fantastic cause and um up the arm armed forces and, and up the lines. Excellent. Excellent. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Looks like a prison cell. Yeah, it is a prison cell. Don't tell anyone. Uh, that's it. We're done for another um, for another Friday night live. We're back on Sunday night. Um, I think I'm going to be needing to find a new co-host because um, Stephen is uh, is not available, I think. But maybe Benjamin will do it with me. I'm around Sunday. Uh, oh, I, I should be. I should be. Oh, fucking hell. Okay. I won't, I won't put up the message you sent me the other day then saying, oh, I might not be around Sunday. Find someone. So Stephen is around then. He's just a lying cunt. Um, <laughs> Wait. Don't, don't forget know. the train to I don't fuck know. tomorrow. I don't know. Don't forget the train to fuck tomorrow. So there's no trains to South Bermondsey. So you'll have to walk up from um, Bermondsey. Uh, other than that, I think we're done. Uh, we're back Sunday night. Remember now going forward, Friday night, Sunday nights, um, we do a live show Saturday morning. You'll get today's show as a pod. And then Monday morning, you'll get the Sunday night show as a pod. And then Tuesday morning, you'll be getting chats with chaps as a podcast. Um, and then on YouTube, you will get some other bits and pieces, but that's, that's the, uh, the schedule now for the show. So Friday night, Saturday morning for a podcast, Sunday night, Monday morning for a podcast and chat with chaps is on a Tuesday morning, unless we've got a midweek game and then uh, we'll figure something out in there for you. So, um, yeah. Other than that, that's it. And uh, we'll see you all again same time by now, actually, 9 o'clock Sunday night. And uh, hopefully we'll all be ecstatic because we beat Southampton and uh, and we're going up the league. Lakers. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.